boys and girls, I'd love to report to you today that green energy has saved humanity. The Swedish doom goblins prophecies were true. Texas is now in a bowl of energy, and it is warm. The Earth's climate has skyrocketed. But green energy is here to save you. Big sip of Republican tears. As you know, Texas has had nothing but energy-efficient days. Greta Thunberg has now been elected president of these United States of the globe. And green energy is the savior. And in California, the tyrant Donald J. Trump has gained emotion after the audit of the Dominion voting machines. Xi Jinping had won fairly, but it seems as though five courts throughout California have moved voter fraud claims up three levels, and now SCOTUS is willing to hear it. Clown world only escalates further. The ride never fucking ends, does it? But going in further, we have, on other news, a gentleman who... Gentleman being... This dude was part of some sort of... uh, 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 overthrow the office type bullshit, like John Sullivan or whatever the fuck, I don't know. He's a BLM Antifa fucking clown who went into the Capitol and he sold his footage. But here's the fun part. CNN gave him like seventy, like $70,000 for all of his footage and had him on TV, which, by the way, if what CNN says is to be believed that, you know, oh, all these people are violent criminals and terrorists and need to be locked up and persecuted and have their lives ruined, they gave him a lot of money, if that's really what they believe about the people who went inside the Capitol. So, and now that he's actually part of a terrorist group, there are calls that have CNN canceled. Well, you know what, CNN? You gotta say, you reap what you sow, don't you, faggot? <clears throat> you sit here and you tell everybody, oh, people inside the Capitol are evil. But we'll have this guy on our show give him 70000 fucking dollars. And as soon as it comes out that he's part of this militia group that's also a BLM Antifa type of group, oh, radio fucking silence. Meanwhile, the FCC is threatening to pull their licenses over it. Uh, again, what I said earlier about Clown World only escalating, it doesn't end. This ride never stops. That song, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, it's the theme for 2021. Welcome ahead. And not only that, you're not getting those $2,000 checks. Now, you're only getting those checks based on whether or not you make a certain criteria. Ooh. Aren't you so happy you voted for Biden? $2,000 checks? I'm not sure that would. I'll give everybody $2,000 checks. I didn't say $2,000. I said $1,500. You want you want $1,400? You're not getting $50. And he runs out the window. Biden goes right down the hill. You'll never receive $50 from me. But you know who would have given you that $2,000 and would just crush the toes of anybody standing in the way of that $2,000 check? The Don. And he's gone. He's been out of office for over a month now, and people are still talking about him. 
I legit saw something, and it said Trump steps outside of uh, uh, fucking Golden Estate in Florida. Yeah, it was just some article talking about how he stepped outside to get some fresh air, and they wrote this whole hit piece about how if he really doesn't smoke cigarettes, why does he need to be outside at night? It's like fresh air, nigga. Damn. You just want some fucking oxygen. You guys got to write an article about that? Like, the, the media is so desperate to have Trump. They can't let Trumpular go. They gotta, they gotta keep him. They gotta keep the spirit alive. And now they're inside, but they can't use Trump in the headline. They're using Trumpism. Or Trump radical was, was another term I saw. Marjorie Taylor Greene was referred to as Trump radical. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be these Clown World episodes or these, uh, whatever the fuck we're gonna call them, we're gonna be short. I've really taken a love into the Pepe that's uh, called the Honkler. Oh my god, that's my spirit animal. I've officially entered this clown phase, too, of the Biden administration. When Biden got elected, I was like, well, that sucks for the world and the economy and everything around it. And now that I've seen how bad shit's getting, gas prices are about to hit four, fucking $3 a gallon in under, what, barely two months? Gas, gas prices are going to hit fucking almost four gallons by the end of the year. If not more than four dollars a gallon, everybody, the electrical bills are going up. Minimum wage is being forced up to fifteen dollars an hour while we are in a deficit crisis. Because, well, what our, our money is already rapidly depreciating. What do we do? I oh, we pump up minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> oh my God! Where I work right now, a uh, pay staff hours to get their pays cut. But they're still forced to tip. By the way, if you work at a restaurant and you're forced to give busters tip, like your tip money, fucking quit, you cuck. Oh, you stupid fucking dumb little bitch. Why are you working there? Why are you a server? You make $3 an hour and you hope that somebody tips you. Again, if you work in a fancy restaurant like I do, oh, it's nice. But they're still going to force you to tip somebody. What if this buster doesn't do anything? What if the buster is the buster I hang out with who does nothing but smoke pot with me by the dumpsters at work? What if it's him? Right? And you got to give him like 10%, 20% of your tips, and you barely got tipped that day. Clowns, man. The servers are fucking clowns. And if you're a server, I'm, I'm not even sorry. You picked that. Why did you pick that? You're a fucking clown. And in other news, Ann Arbor has removed anti-Zionist laws. Oh my god, a school that takes millions from the Muslim Brotherhood is passing anti-Jewish laws? I could never have seen that coming. Could you? Don't fucking lie to me. Anyway, yeah, uh, there is no such thing as hate crimes against Jewish people in Ann Arbor now. I'm not even kidding. Uh, you could burn a cross on a black guy's lawn, and it's considered a hate crime. You burn a Star of David on a Jewish guy's lawn, it's vandalism? Laying a fire without talking to the, the fire commissioner? I don't fucking know. It's not, a, it's not a hate crime anymore. But I will be fair. I don't believe in hate crimes. I think it's just an, uh, a way to categorize crimes into a more severe level. And I don't believe in hate crimes or hate speech. I think both those things are bullshit. Hate speech is just a way to uh, censor speech you hate, but you call it hate speech when it's really just speech that you don't like. And then a hate crime, while being ignorant in and of itself, I don't believe actually exists because you have to – the awkward thing about a hate crime is you have to be willing to admit that 
this group here. How do I word this? It's a hate crime because this group isn't white. Is how that goes, right? Like you can't. How would you commit a white uh, a hate crime on a white guy? Would you burn a bottle of mayo on his porch and run away so he can find the mayo and just cry? Oh, maybe you replace his spicy sprite water with uh uh nigga juice and kill him. I don't know how, how, how you would commit a crime against a white guy. But anyway, hate crimes only exist because there are crimes that happen to offend people that aren't white. Like earlier, you burn a Star of David in somebody's lawn. Is that really a hate crime? But you burn a cross on a black guy's lawn. Is that really a hate crime or just arson? And you add that little extra layer so it has a good ting in the media, is what I think. Feel free to disagree. I'm probably wrong. I usually am. But yeah, Ann Arbor has passed these laws now, removing any kind of protective law from the Jewish people on their campuses. Yay! Either remove all hate crimes or make all hate crimes punishable by death. Anyone else feeling that? And I'll be back when I got something else to talk about. Actually, you know what? I do have something to talk about. Let's talk about green, useless, worthless... Not worth the time and energy and cost. Green energy. Green energy is great. You know, those pop, big, powerful fans that like to spin. It only work if there's fucking wind. Or, alternatively, if they don't fucking freeze solid like they did in Texas. By the way, they are using uh, a liquid that's harmful to the environment. I don't have it on hand right now, but it's a harmful liquid. It's like a uh, machining oil, essentially. And they're just coating these fans in it. So your little green power fan that's supposed to save the planet actually spins fast enough that it murders birds. Actually, there's about six different birds, like species that have all been driven to extinction because they flew, they flew through fields of these big spinning fucking fans. Right, and I'm sure we've all seen that one clip where it's like... It's extremely stormy outside. Those horses are running away. And then all of a sudden those propellers start exploding because they're spinning too quickly. Green energy, everybody. It's here to save you and me. The Planeteer is one, Captain Planet. You won. Oh, and solar panels. Oh, solar panels are just fucking great, aren't they? You know, they work great. They're not covered in fucking snow. And can't get fucking sunlight. Oh, they work great as long as that doesn't fucking happen. Wait, what happened in Texas? Oh, just like the propellers freezing, the fucking solar panels are covered in ice and snow and can't get any fucking sun. Not to mention how many of them are now cracking because of the extreme cold temperatures. So, you mean to tell me that this freak snowstorm has blown Greta Thunberg's stupid, autistic, gremlin-looking ass out of the fucking water? By the way, Thunberg, or I'm gonna call her Cuntberg for fun, Cuntberg is like Andy Milanakis, right? That bitch could be 30, and she'll still look 16. Andy Milanakis is like 50, and he still looks gremlin-ish. But yeah, these solar panels. And another fun thing about solar panels is we don't know what we're gonna do with them. They have a lifespan of about 15 to 25 years. Currently, the ones out there right now, they take about 10 years to pay themselves back. And all of that, they're full of this liquid. It's like a uh, liquid, uh, magnetic liquid. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not 
an engineer or any of that nonsense. Though I do get high like an engineer. Basically, we don't know what to do with these solar panels because of the special glass used to make them. And this liquid, which is slightly radioactive, it gets into the ground and it literally will spread out and kill shit. They don't experiments on this, but they leak this liquid into like a little puddle on the ground. And over time, as the rain happens, they measure it and it just spreads out and it kills shit underground, above ground. And actually, they had to dig that area up because that liquid was dripping near like where some water lines were. Yeah. Green energy, everybody. It's my best friend. It's your best friend. Sitting by the fire. Said to your flyboy, to my flyboy, I'm going to set your shit on fire. Talking about la la. Man, ain't nobody heard that song in like 20 years, right? That's like adding to like, how old, how old is James? How, how old is Madison? Is, is he 20? Is he 30? He talks about Circuit City. He makes jokes about Ross Perot as if he was there. Oh, how old is he? What Pog's garbage? Moving on. <clears throat> Actually, not moving on. I want wind propellers, right? Let's just, I want to do a little quick list with wind propellers. I really don't like them. One. It takes about four years for them to make enough energy to pay themselves off. They are overly priced. In fact, they are restrictively overpriced. They, in many states, they had to get slowed down. Like, they have restrictions on them now. They have, like, motors that, re like, keep from spinning too fast so they don't kill animals. Not only that, they can also burn up their own energy. The energy they're creating, they can burn that up just spinning, meaning... They might only create enough energy just for their own propulsion, not to power anybody. And that's why areas you see that are powered by solar-powered fans are surrounded by hundreds of, not thousands, of these big fucking fans in fields only a couple hundred miles away. Because it takes a fuck ton of them to function properly. That's why when you see them, solar panels, for example, outside of a building, they always got like eight, nine, ten rows, about 15 feet long worth of solar panels. These green alternatives take a fuck ton of energy to be useful. A fuck ton. Now, let's talk about two sources of fuel that are green, are reusable, and are actually kind of good for the environment. Ooh, let's talk about fossil fucking fuels. Why are they called fossil fuels? Well, happy you asked. Dinosaurs that went underground millions of years ago after they fucking died? Well, the ones that didn't get turned into little fun little, little rocks with bones in them? You know what those rocks with bones in them are called? Fossils. Keep that in mind as we go forward. Uh, Keep that in mind as we go forward. Now, the fossil in fossil fuels refers to the dinosaurs inside this black liquid we know as oil. Yeah, oil's a fossil fuel. A lot of people don't know that. Because they're stupid. And if you didn't know that, you're stupid. I'm stupid, and I knew that. What's your excuse, stupid? Now, <clears throat> hold on. Want some alcohol to go with it. Now, was I talking about uh Ah yeah, I had to let the aromatic bitters hit my head. So 
deep down underground, millions of years ago, these dinosaurs, well, millions of years ago, these dinosaurs died. Over time, they've sank through the earth. Uh, they're so deep that the pressure from under them, because you know, right now, let's say they're buried a couple hundred thousand feet underground, okay? The pressure from below them underground pushing them up towards the earth. Meanwhile, the pressure from above ground pushing them down further creates sort of a pressure cooker situation. You follow? Over time, the extreme heat and humidity of rotten corpse and bones and all that good shit, not to mention the bugs eating them and dying around them too, they sort of liquefy into this black, very usable liquid. Of course, there's other shit that goes into it. You know, there's minerals, rock decay, uh, or, or, uh, soil becoming soilent, sorts of shit like that. And these fossil fuels are created because these dinosaurs are essentially liquefied in that crock pot of Earth. And that's oil. So you want to tell me what's not natural about oil? I'd love to hear it. I'd love... Now, yeah, you have synthetic oils, and I will... Yeah, I don't know enough about synthetic oils and if they're good or bad. At least they're fucking functional. And, was just, and I want to just, now that we've bitched about green energy and how much of a fucking pathetic, pedantic waste of time failure it is. Let's talk about nuclear energy. Oh, it's so scary. Oh, it's so scary. I watched The Simpsons and Atomic Man. He said the goggles do nothing. Listen, nuclear energy is one of the most reusable, cleanest fucking fuel sources on the goddamn planet. But what about that shit in Ukraine? Well, I'm happy you said Ukraine, not Russia. Listen, Chernobyl was a tragedy. But watch interviews from that day. Watch the people who were there. They tell you they were doing an experiment. They took off the water cooling system. And they ran it dry to see if they could. There wasn't some mass failure. The system didn't fail. It was exclusively human error that caused Chernobyl. You had some uppity fucking new supervisor on board who said, don't worry, continue to produce the power. When the protocol said if the cooling fuel lines are, are, are down, we need to cut systems. And he didn't. He said, continue, and Chernobyl fucking happened. One of the radio, uh, what's the term? Uh, the part, not, not like the smokestack, but like... The piston part that goes up and down, generating, agitating the uh, nucleuses of the, of the nuclear atoms. That part, that piston part that goes up and down, got hot. And instead of just simulating and uh, aggravating the nucleus, it heated it up. And you had a core malfunction because the core overheated and there was no cooling system. And then ba boom Shit hit the fan monumentally. But if you look around all these other places... Okay, you know what? I'm going to take a second. That nuclear facility in, in Japan, yeah, that didn't fail because of nuclear energy. That failed because of a fucking tsunami that turned that entire chunk of island into fucking mud, and it sank underground. Jeez, Japan. You're not exactly connected underground by anything. Maybe don't build a fucking nuclear power on your fucking thing. Uh, you know what? Half off to Japan, you would have thought we would have scared them away from nuclear energy. Tenacious bastards, your anime titties and your horrible weather and your constant climate and your fucking sad incel Japanese army of dudes that won't fuck. Did you have some countries now, some Asian countries have mandatory fucking? 
like whoa uh i think it's korea too uh there's like four countries that are asian considered asian countries i know some of you are like but aren't there only four to begin with no there's like six filipinos are considered asian i don't figure that out but uh yeah they have like mandatory fucking now in some places of the world where you go to like a it's like a gym and people are just fucking like a couple feet apart randomized partners and you just fuck it's gotta be easy when everybody looks like is that am i canceled now for that joke Oh my came out. Like, I, I Irish and Scottish people listening to my podcast. They're probably like, oh, that's what you guys all sound like to me. Irish and Scottish people sound the fucking same to me. You put Conor McGregor up against Willie, and they're gonna be the same fucking voice as far as I'm concerned. Is that angry Ole 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 that I hear? You fucking kelpie bastards. Hey, by the way, why is it that when I insult you Irish people, you feel the need to listen further to my... I mean, I respect it. You're like, oh, he's trying to offend us. Better uh, share this with my fucking friends. By all means, I would love to have an audience that's not that's predominantly off of America. I, I don't want my 80% American audience. I mean, I want you here. Don't get me wrong. If you're listening to my show and you're in America, you're great. Neighbors and niggas and everything alike. Now, but the Irish and the Scottish don't seem to be offended easily. I'd much rather deal with them. Much rather have them listening. Plus, the comments from those places are fucking great. Are oh, they fucking great? Choking, choking, choking. But yeah, oil and nuclear energy are some of the cleanest, most renewable fucking sources of fuel on the planet, and we have dipshit. Should have been abortions, like Greta Thunberg trying to make you think otherwise. When everything she's proposed has just failed Texas. The biggest state in the fucking union. Also, hey, Texas. Just like two months ago, you were like, we want succession. But look at where you guys are after one fucking snowstorm. Are you sure you want that? Are you sure? And it's not exactly like Biden's emergency powers are going to help you. Because Biden was like, I'm sending emergency aid down there now. And that was fucking, what, two, three days ago? And that shit's still not down there? Y'all just sitting there waiting like, ooh, would Biden send that help? We'll succeed then. That help's never coming. Right? You you do know that, right? And the main difference right here is people are like, well, Trump didn't help with Seattle. Well, Trump wasn't supposed to. Seattle, these states need to reach out to the president and ask for help before the president can just act. Weird, right? I know. But we're not a fucking monarchy. You Irish probably wouldn't know anything about it. Hailing to the crown and shit. How fucking neutered are you, by the way? Let's talk about that. All these countries that have like had revolutions or succeeded from some sort of British or some version of the British Empire over the years, they still put that goofy old cunt Elizabeth on their fucking money. You do realize the only difference between the Queen and the Pope is one has a dick and fucks kids, and the other one has a vagina and has a brother who fucks kids, right? You do know that's the only fucking difference, right? They're both two old, goofy-looking cunts with goofier-looking hats. That's all the Queen and the Pope are to me. Two old fucks and stupid hats. But you have places like Australia. Why, Australia? Ugh. Goddamn. Hoppy-ass IPA. Australia, I, need, I don't understand. 
You were literally a prison. The British didn't want to deal with your ancestors, so they kicked them to this godforsaken land. And let's face it, everything God created wrong lives in Australia. Have you seen the fucking wildlife out there? The platypus? They thought the platypus was a prank when they first discovered it, so they dissected the fucking thing and found out, oh no, this is a real animal. Huh. The fuck? <laughs> they literally thought the, the platypus was a fucking prank. Just like when the queen found out that Australia probably has a better economy. They're like, that's a joke, right? No. And Australia is such a powerful continent. Australia has China by the fucking balls right now. That's a position America begged to have under Trump. And Australia's just like, we won't give you any of our coal power. Fuck you. And now China's dealing with rolling blackouts, man. A concentration, I mean a re-education center full of uh, of Uyghur Muslims or Uyghur Muslims. That's not Uyghur. It's Uyghur and another class of Muslim. It's like a Tibetan Muslim monk kind of thing. Anyway. Yes, Tibetan Muslims exist. Fuck you. And this power went out, and it allowed these people to escape, and they ran into, ran into the freedoms. Hopefully they get to, like, India or someplace that will save them. Not that India necessarily will. India, get your government straight. Your people are incredibly conservative, and your government's incredibly Democrat. Seriously, get that monarchy out of there. Fucking clowns. Now, Australia. The whole reason you exist is because the British Empire was like, we don't want to deal with these criminals. Kick them out. Put them on some other island nation. You know, usually when people leave the British and are sent to another piece of the land on the globe, they don't become a superpower, right? Sweats an American. Anyway. So, the, the fucking crown banishes you Australians to Australia as a prison, and then you guys turn Australia into one of the most powerful continents on the fucking globe. And you neutered bitches still have that old bitch on your fucking money? Your fucking flag is essentially the British flag, too. What the fuck, you cucks? Seriously, break free of that shit. You were sent there, your ancestors were sent there in hopes that you would fucking die. And you're like, oh, we'll fucking fly her flag, we'll put her fucking face on our fucking money, we'll put all of her fucking kids on our fucking money, and then we're gonna lose a war against a bunch of fucking ostriches. Australia, what the fuck, man? Also, it's kind of tight, like, y'all went there, and y'all were like, man, there's these native people, and they're kind of fucking this up. Let's avoid them. But also, let's see if we can make friends with them. And now you do. Now you guys and, like, the native people there, for the most part, make, are, like, good friends. Shit, dude. But you still gotta have that old bitch on all your money? No, fuck the, fuck the crown, right? I don't understand why we sit here and pretend like Queen Elizabeth's important. She's not. Yeah, she's, not she's a nice lady and all that. She don't give a fuck. Let Queen Elizabeth fucking die. Let Protocol London Bridge initiate. By the way, that's actually what it's called. If Queen Elizabeth dies, there's a whole program called, called uh, London Bridge. And there's London Bridge, which is the first step of the protocol. And that's if she's in the hospital, sick or something. And then London Bridge is falling down is the second half of that protocol, which is where the queen's actually dead. You want know what's fun about when Queen Elizabeth dies? The Civil War is going to happen there. Why do I say that? Because the whole reason Queen Elizabeth and her family don't really have any fucking power is during World War II, her little bitch ass was like, you know what, Churchill? I'm going to give all executive and governmental powers to the prime minister, and that'll just be how it is until I die. 
That bitch was like, man, there's been two world wars in my lifetime. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to rule this. So when she dies, the way the contract's written up, all that power is going to go right back to the royal family. And have you seen the state of those royal inbred fucks? The ginger ones fucking banished from the kingdom in Canada with his ugly-ass Merkel-looking wife. Uh, the other one's a fucking child molester who's in prison because he was best friends with Epstein. And who knows where the fuck that other one is? I don't know his fucking name. I don't follow your fucking British Kardashians. And it's all the queen is. A fucking hood ornament. That's it. Send that bitch to an airport so she can greet people. That's about as good as she fucking is. She's just there to be there at ceremonies and fucking wave to people. And same thing with you, Canada. And Canada, dog, watch your fucking mouth, nigga. I'll come over there and cock slap you and Trudeau while I'm at it. You do realize, Canada, the queen doesn't protect you anymore, right? You do realize most of the countries that did protect you like 10 years ago no longer protect you, right? We are the only fucking thing protecting you. What? You're going to send your pathetic little baby-ass Air Force out there? Oh, it's the biggest Air Force in the world. Fuck you. Half of your planes are decommissioned, and the other half are retired fighter jets the Americans just gave you after Bush left office. So fuck off. You're going to sit there and talk shit on America? You're going to sit there with your little pussy-ass bitch faggot Trudeau? To talk shit on, on on the U.S. Fine. If I was in charge, I'd be like, cool, we're no longer protecting you. And you'd be like, but we said you could use our Air Force if you protect us. Why do we, Why would we want your fucking Air Force? Our Air Force has top-notch, next-level planes. And Elon Musk has helped us devise new pilotless fucking fighting jets, or whatever the fuck they're called. And you guys got what? A couple thousand planes and some cunts and stupid uniforms on fucking horses? Fuck you. And your unarmed population. Let Canada fucking die. In fact, the only thing in Canada that you shouldn't touch is the duty-free store. Just because they don't have... Because you don't have to pay taxes there. And I greatly appreciate not having to pay taxes when I go shopping somewhere. So rare, but... <laughs> yeah. Justin Trudeau's there like, Oh, America should do this. America should do that. You know, they're such a violent nation, and they're in such chaos and turmoil. Trudeau, you are hated by most of the country you fucking ran. And let's not forget Quebec, the French part of Canada, the surrender monkey part of Canada. They want to be American. You look this up online. They have reached out to every president since, I think, Carter, trying to get them to start some negotiation where they can become a state. I'm not fucking kidding. A lot of Australia looked at Alaska. And was like, we want that. That's nice. What they got going on over there is nice. How do we get that? Oh, we have become part of America? Well, how do we do that? And it's just never happened. So, Justin, keep America out of your fucking mouth. Or, alternatively, America, quit protecting Canada and let whatever happened happen to them. Now, let's get back to why I was originally talking about Canada to fucking begin with. <clears throat> huh. The socialized healthcare system there is abysmal. That's why you have people over at the age of 50 coming here and paying out the ass for our medical treatment. Coincidentally, you got Americans going to Mexico for cheaper healthcare. Kind of funny. I just completely have lost my train of thought. Hey, I'm about to hit a half hour on this episode. How about that? But yeah, there's no such thing as green green energy, and all the green energy that Israel has actually already existed, and that's fossil fuels and nuclear energy. 
Yay. Or alternatively, you could be that guy who has converted his car to run deep fryer oil and just drive through like a, an Amsterdam area. Get all the stoners really hungry. Smelling like fries. And it's like uh, everybody has the rage virus from 28 days later. And they start chasing your car down. And like, oh, give me your fries. <clears throat> Let's see what I got. Maybe I'll listen to this. will give me some ideas. <sighs> Fuck Canada. I just re-listened to everything I got so far. And God bless anybody who finishes this episode. Yeah. I've actually talked to people who come from Canada using their healthcare system. And they actually have a prioritized system. Uh, probably not the right term for it. Essentially, what it is is, oh, you're a uh, you're a 80 year old with throat cancer, huh? Well, you got to get in line behind all these 20 somethings and behind the 30 somethings and behind the 40 somethings. You know, I, I know this 30 uh, year old has a disease that probably won't kill him, and you know, he probably just needs some medicine. But we'll see him first. I know you're old with limited time and dying in a lot of pain, but uh, sorry, you've lived a good life though. You know you gotta go. You gotta wait at the end of the line, bro. Get on the back of the line, Rosa. Is how that Canada shit works. That's why you got people of a certain age group constantly coming down here and getting our healthcare. That's the only thing I really want to add. Uh, is actually going to close up this episode here. I do want to uh, get real for a second though. I've never been a big Rush Limbaugh. I, I don't dislike him. I have not, no reason to dislike him. He's, you know, he's gone on like TV shows and played a caricature of himself. He can laugh at himself. He's been part of Fox. He's been kicked off Fox. He's been on all the other news sites. And then eventually he just left and did his own thing from his own house for years and years and years and years. A lot of conservatives, you know, I'm from a larger conservative family. A lot of them looked at Rush Limbaugh. Like, almost like how they looked at Trump, you know, like, like Rush Limbaugh speaking the way that they do about the topics they care about and makes them feel like they have a voice. Um, and I grew up, you know, with him on the radio or on TV. My mom was always a big fan of Rush Limbaugh. So to me, it's not like somebody I was invested in passed away, but at the same time, somebody who played a minimal amount in, like, my political development as a kid, I'm sure. Listening to him talk about shit probably set me on the right track a little bit. I remember listening to him talk about the Tea Party and how both sides of the left and the right are, are you know, attacking the Tea Party and talking shit about them. And it's all because the Tea Party wants to lower taxes and the big wigs up top on both sides don't want lower taxes for us civilian types. Which I agree with. I'm pretty libertarian. I'm most, I'm most shit. Um, so my condolences go out to the families and the friends and everybody who was close to Rush Limbaugh. They won't hear my condolences, of course. But, um... No, no, he was he was somebody that played a little bit of a, a role in my political development. And for that, I appreciate that he existed at one point in time. He's been fighting throat cancer for damn near a decade, I believe. And it finally, he just finally lost the battle. And he never stopped working. Uh, one of my favorite moments of the Trump presidency is when, out of nowhere, out of the blue, Trump surprised Rush Limbaugh with the, uh, was it the Medal of Honor? I want to say it was the Medal of Honor. And you just saw him crying. You know, he had like that, he had, uh, he had that chip thing inside of his head going into his ear, like that little wired thing to help him. It uh, was really touching. Uh, Rush Limbaugh was a great asset to 
not just conservatives and people who lean right on things. He was a he was a great asset to have for anybody who probably knew him. He had a good sense of humor and the way he interacted with people. I've never I don't think I ever actually met Rush Limbaugh in person though. I know we've been in the same places before, uh, Americans for Prosperity and different Tea Party rallies. I'm sure we've crossed paths, but I've been years ago. Anyway, so at this point, we should all be grateful that his fight's over. He's done struggling and trying to beat cancer. It's the shame cancer won in the end, but at least all that pain and struggle fighting that's over with now. I just hope whatever journey he finds himself on now while we talk about him is peaceful and if there is an afterlife, may he end up in the best possible version of it. So R.I.P. to Rush Limbaugh, one of the great American voices of freedom. And sincerely, from the studios of Inside Four Walls, powered by Sin Media, I've been your host, James Madison. There might be another upload today. It will be more serious in nature and less shit-talky than this one. Thank you, everyone, for listening so much, and enjoy the ad at the end of this video.